lovely human beings and welcome back to another podcast episode of the Eat Gluten Free With Me podcast. This is Lauren and today we're going to be talking about stress and how it can affect your autoimmune disease. Stress is something that is sometimes out of our control, whether there's environmental factors around us causing the stress, maybe you work in a toxic work environment, or you have a relationship with somebody that you can't not have a relationship and they're causing you a lot of stress. Maybe you lost a job, maybe you're having difficulty financially. There are so many different avenues that can cause stress in one's life and When I was diagnosed with celiac disease, I did not know that stress could affect my autoimmune disease. So today I want to kind of discuss how stress affects your autoimmune disease, how it led to the diagnosis of my autoimmune disease, and what you can kind of do to prevent stress from hindering your health and just to help you heal and move forward through that stress so you can be an uninflamed healing queen. So listen in and I'm excited to talk more. Question number one. So question number one that I want to talk about is can stress trigger an autoimmune disease? I am here to say that yes, it can and it did for me. So I kind of want to walk through what that looked like for me. So when I got diagnosed, I was 17 years old and I just arrived at college. I was a freshman my first semester and all of that was stressful because I chose a college I didn't even want to go to. And I had a boyfriend at the time and I didn't want to leave him. And I thought I was going to marry that person. You know, it's your first love. You think that you're going to live your life with them. And then they break up with you and all of a sudden, you know, you're like, what do I do without that person? So that's kind of what I was experiencing the first semester of college. It was really hard for me. Um, And I had never really dealt with any like emotional issues before. So I didn't really know how to walk through my breakup and this transition into college. Um, So I started experiencing a lot of stress all at once. Like I never really experienced stress before. I've been a very laid back, unstressful life type person. And then it kind of hit me all at once. And all of these symptoms started to present themselves. One, I started to get a bunch of acne on my face and on my back. That was kind of like the first symptom. I was like, mom, what is happening to me? I look like a freaking psychopath. Like, My mental health just started to go down the drain. I didn't want to do anything. I never wanted to get dressed up. I never cared about what I looked like. I started to lose a lot of weight. I was constantly in the gym because I didn't know what else I wanted to do with my day. Um, And then I noticed that I was having like a lot of stomach pain, which I had previously had. Um, And I remember the time like when I got diagnosed, my ex talked to me after and he was like, you know, Lauren, you used to have stomach pain all the time. And I was like, wow, you're kind of right. And because he used to make me tea all the time. And I was like, Wow, so I probably had celiac disease before college started, but symptoms didn't present itself till after. So again, I started to burp after everything I ate, and as the stress was occurring, it just caused a bunch of these symptoms to come on all at once. Then I came home, got got an endoscopy, got blood work, and I was diagnosed with celiac disease. So I've made a couple different TikToks about my story because I was just curious how other people got diagnosed And through hearing thousands of people's story, it is like 75% of the time that most of these people are getting diagnosed after a stressful event. I've had other girls be like, no way, I got broken up too, and then then I got diagnosed with celiac disease. So from my own personal experiences and from what I'm about to share with you, there is a correlation between a stressful event triggering your autoimmune disease symptoms to present themselves. Now that doesn't mean that stress is causing your autoimmune disease. 
Stress cannot cause your autoimmune disease because celiac disease is genetic, meaning that it's already within your genes. So it's just meaning that this stress is bringing those symptoms about and making you symptomatic and no longer asymptomatic. And I think that's really important to discuss because I don't want to sit here and give you wrong information and be like, oh, because you're stressed, you're going to get celiac disease even though you don't have the gene for it. No, you have to have the DNA for it. You have to have the gene to get celiac disease, which means you're already predisposed to having celiac disease. It just meaning you're predisposed to celiac disease because you have that gene. Some people aren't aware of this correlation and I was not aware of this correlation when I was first diagnosed because... I didn't know anything about celiac disease and I wasn't correlating like the stress I was having in my life to getting diagnosed with some disease um, because I, I wasn't worried about that at the time. But now I look back and I'm like, wow, wait, that's so interesting. And I'm hearing everyone else's story and I think it's just important to discuss. So I wanted to do my own research and kind of find out a little bit more information on if what myself and all these other people were experiencing was actually valid and true or if it just happened to be a coincidence between all of us. So I want to share a little bit about what I found. The information that I'm going to present to you now is from Harvard University and the National Institute of Health. So both of these are reliable sources and studies that were done. And I found some really interesting information. And the first is that of these studies done, they found that a high proportion or up to 80% of patients reported uncommon emotional stress before the onset of a disease. And that's exactly what I experienced, you know uncommon like I didn't know I was gonna get broken up with or even if you're dealing like with a loss of a job or something that's out of your control that type of stress is uncommon and that might have occurred before you got diagnosed with celiac disease and now you're looking back and then like wait that's me too. They also mentioned that not only did stress cause your symptoms to present themselves but then it becomes this vicious cycle because first the stress leads to the symptoms presenting themselves within your celiac disease Then you get diagnosed with celiac disease and there's a whole different level of stress because now you're stressed on how to move forward with life. And they just kind of talked about how in the study they just saw this vicious cycle of people being stressed before their diagnosis, getting diagnosed, and now they're even more stressed than before. And I think these different buildups of stress is why it takes so long for us to be able to heal ourselves and heal our autoimmune disease because when you're diagnosed with an autoimmune disease, your body is so inflamed. If you have your pictures of your endoscopy, I know I have mine. My small intestine was so red, so puffy. Um, It just looked not right. And, you know, yours probably did too because when you eat gluten, it causes an immune reaction within your small intestine and it's going to cause that inflammation to occur within that area. So naturally, when you have your autoimmune disease and you just get diagnosed or you accidentally gluten yourself, your body is in this high state of inflammation. So during those times, that's when you really want to limit your stress because stress can also cause chronic inflammation within your body. This isn't meaning that stress is causing these symptoms of your autoimmune disease to present themselves. Stress causes a whole other, you know, area of symptoms that can arise, but they're very similar to those you might experience with your autoimmune disease. For example, stress can give you migraines. It can cause you to have heartburn ulcers. It can cause you to have IBS or irregular bowel movements can lead to depression, it can lead to weight gain or weight loss, it can also lead to migraines, I'm not sure if I said that, and stress can also lead to different skin problems like acne, eczema, and psoriasis. It's just really interesting to kind of hear these symptoms and look back at the symptoms of celiac disease, which can also be a headache, skin issues, migraines, weight fluctuations, like all of these symptoms are so similar to one another that 
you might be like, oh my God, I'm having a gluten attack when really it's just stress that is causing these symptoms to arise. So now take your inflammation from your autoimmune disease and put stress on top of that and you're making like a one plus one equals two type situation. You're just doubling the amount of stress that your body is experiencing because you're experiencing the immune reaction and the inflammation from having an autoimmune disease and you're adding those same symptoms on top of it from stress. And this just leads to mass amounts of inflammation within your body and it causes it to be so much more difficult to heal from your autoimmune disease. During the peak of my health issues, I was experiencing this. So last year or about a year and a half ago when my health was at the worst point it's ever been, I was working a nine to five marketing job where I was being harassed by my boss. That was causing a lot of mental strain because I was trying to be the perfect worker and I was just being harassed anyways. There was nothing I could do about the situation that person just wasn't going to get along with me. And that was really frustrating to me. So I was trying to navigate through that. Also trying to navigate through not even liking my job. Um, And at the same time, I was also dealing with a lot of health issues. So, you know, there's the inflammation from my autoimmune disease, literally not even feeling so sick. I didn't even want to go to work. Then the situation with work on top of that. Then I was also dealing with a dietitian where we weren't getting along and I wasn't seeing eye to eye with that person and I wasn't feeling better. And to me, meeting with that dietitian was giving me anxiety and it was a stressor. It was almost like going to class. I was like, oh no, she's going to yell at me because I didn't do X, Y, and Z. So there was a, a lot of stress happening there. And I was putting a lot of stress on myself, like you aren't doing enough to help yourself in your autoimmune disease. And realistically, I was just doing too much. I needed to just take a step back and relax. And at the moment, I couldn't see that. Now I know that. But I kind of started to notice like, crap. I'm so stressed right now and I feel like this might be the point of my autoimmune disease. Like like why I'm not able to heal. I didn't realize that all at once. I actually started to realize it when I was so sick to the point where I couldn't work out anymore because I was so I was just like so physically drained and fatigued and bloated and I, I didn't even feel comfortable going to the gym. So I decided I decided to start going to yoga class. And it was there that I learned to do deep breathing and work on my vagus nerve control, which helps with digestion and kind of just like go in a dark room and not let anybody bother me. My phone isn't a distraction. I'm not thinking about work. All I'm thinking about is my body, how I feel and my breathing. And I didn't know it at the time, but that was such a source of relaxation and such a time where I could just escape from the reality of everything happening around me and just be by myself. I became so addicted to yoga, hot yoga at the time. I would go like four to five times a week. I became the strongest I've probably ever been besides being really sick. Um, And I loved it so much. And it was over the process from when I started to go once a week to where I started going like four to five times a week where I was able to heal myself. I just started to focus on not worrying about things around me. And in yoga class, you know, we always talk about words of affirmations and motivations and kind of just like letting things go. Um, But I think breath work also had a big thing or a big, it was a big component in being able to decrease my stress too. And once I started to go to hot yoga all the time and my stress was decreasing, I was able to correlate, Lauren, when you're putting yourself through these stressful situations, that's when your flare-ups start to occur. Because as my stress started to decrease, my symptoms were increasing, or my symptoms were getting better. And I put the correlation together, and now hot yoga is something that I do every day. 
Nope, not every day. Every week. (laughs) And regulating my stress is something that I work on every day because I know how important it is to my autoimmune disease remission. And you might ask yourself, what is it with stress that causes the inflammation to occur? So obviously, if you think of a stressful time that you've been through, it causes your nervous system to enter a fight or flight mode. Um, And basically, that is a response that your brain signals to your endocrine system. And this trigger immediately releases adrenaline and an increase of cortisol within your body. And both of these hormones speed up your heart rate, your breathing, your reaction time, your muscle contractions. Um, And they provide resources to the body that stress is occurring and somehow needs to get under control. Now, this fight or flight mode is really good within certain situations and it's not a bad thing to have. But it's a bad thing to have if you're experiencing this all the time and your body is constantly under a state of fight or flight mode because that's going to lead to a lot of inflammation. Studies show that when ongoing stress enters the picture, it creates a cyclical inflammation effect, inflammatory effect. This means that it's going to cause your cortisol levels to be increased and heightened at times where they shouldn't be. And it's similar to working out. So when you work out, your cortisol levels increase and cortisol is a big... Um, inflammatory uh, reaction. High high cortisol levels cause high amounts of inflammation within your body. That's why I always say stay away from mass amounts of long distance running and HIIT workouts or sprinting or anything that's going to really increase your heart rate because cortisol is a natural, um, natural way to cause inflammation in your body when it is really high for long periods of time. So the connection of this back to your autoimmune disease is that when your body is under a high state of stress and then leading to high states of inflammation, all of this does also cause your immune system to be imbalanced and it couldn't cause you to develop other diseases, um, which is what the study from Harvard University shows. This is why it's so important to make sure that you're practicing stress management. The reason I wanted to discuss stress today is because I like to discuss topics that are currently kind of relating to what I'm going through. And just recently, I've just been going through a lot of stressful periods in my life with learning how to run my own business, getting my LLC, trying to figure out what I want my business name to be, trying to figure out how to deal with growing pains of my business, dealing with toxic relationships that I have with people and if I want to remain friends with them or if I should let them go, even though I really do love those people. So... Life isn't always perfect, and I deal with stress too, even though it might seem like I have a perfect life on social media, which I hope it doesn't because I do try to show that my life isn't perfect um, because I don't think that's a fair reality to show because that's not right for anybody, and that's not a reality for anybody. Um, So yeah, I thought this would be a great topic to discuss because I thought it would be interesting if I were to get newly diagnosed, and I would probably want to hear more about it. Um, but let's go into different methods that you can do to kind of control stress so that maybe if you are experiencing stress, which probably 99% of us are, that you can kind of learn to control those symptoms and progress your healing. I know I talked a little bit about this in the beginning or middle of this episode, but one thing that really helped me relieve my personal stress was hot yoga. In terms of the deep breathing, which really focuses on working your vagus nerve. And for those who don't know what the vagus nerve, the vagus nerve sends information from the gut to your brain. And the vagus nerve communicates this information from the gut to the brain and it uses neurotransmitters to do that. But it also uses gut hormones and all of this affects and plays a huge vital role in your stress, your sleep, your mood, your pain, your hunger, and all of those things. 
This is why a lot of therapists, like if you go to therapy, I know my therapist was like, when you're stressed, practice deep breathing because that stimulates that nerve, which automatically affects your stress levels. Other ways that you can stimulate and work the vagus nerve, again, through deep breathing, singing, massaging, gurgle watering in your mouth, exercising, laughing, cold water immersion. There are so many different ways to work this nerve and learning to control this nerve is a huge part in being able to, to control stress. I know when I first met with my therapist, she was like, you can be in a stressful situation and you can just start to deep breathe, but you might not notice that it actually does anything. And I was like, I don't understand why. And she's like, because you have to practice working the nerve in order to be able to control it, just like any muscle in your body. I guess I can make an analogy to running. It's like if you don't run a lot and then someone goes to you and tells you to run six miles, it's like you have difficulty doing it. Um, and then, you know, if you run all the time, then running six miles is easy. So it's like the more you work your vas vagus nerve, the easier it is to control your stress in a shorter amount of time. I used to also meditate a lot, again, which is just because when I find that I'm stressed, I feel like there's so much on my brain and just thinking about nothing sometimes would just alleviate that stress. And I don't just sit in a dark room because usually if I'm stressed, I have way too much to think about. I'll usually put my AirPods in and put on meditational music on Spotify or Apple Music. And I'll just deep breathe at the same time. So I'm kind of stimulating my vagus nerve while meditating. And I was taught to do that in hot yoga class. And it just helps me so much. Another way that kind of helps me through um, situations that are difficult, and I actually practice this today for the first time in a very long time, is to journal my feelings. And I know sometimes I'm a talker. So personally, sometimes I'll just voice memo how I'm feeling as almost like I'm talking to a therapist in case you don't like journaling. But journaling is just a great way to analyze how you feel and not be afraid to put anything on paper. Because something, one other thing my therapist taught me back in the day is like to write things down and rip it up and throw away the negative energy. Or just write something down and burn it. To just kind of get rid of those thoughts um, and be able to express whatever you want on that paper because no one else is going to read it but you. Everyone needs an outlet. You need somewhere to be able to put that energy, whether it's someone listening to you, whether it's you writing it out into the world to see, but it's no one's going to read it but you. You need a place to dispose that energy and to dispose your thoughts so that they can get off your mind so that you can alleviate that stress. And I know I keep talking about how I used to go to therapy. I don't go to therapy anymore, but I've, I've been searching for a therapist just because a lot's been on my mind and I'm a talker and I think it's really important for you to express your feelings to someone who can just listen and provide professional advice. So if you're going through a stressful time and maybe journaling isn't for you, you can always just seek therapists. A lot of them are covered by your insurance, which is really amazing, but it's so good to just talk to somebody and have them listen and give professional advice on what you should do. They can teach you deep breathing habits like mine did, um, but they're also just great friends to have. Therapists are not biased, so they're not going to tell you that you did something right or you did something wrong. They're just there to listen and provide their professional opinion, and it can be very comforting when you find the right one. And it can just help you alleviate stress and anything that's going wrong in your life, you can just put it on the table for them and there's not going to be any hate or anything against it. I know I said yoga earlier, but just another way to alleviate stress is just to work out, to just make sure you're taking care of yourself. Give your time self to breathe. Give, your time to give yourself time to relax. Give yourself time to just be with you. Remove the distractions. Remove the people in your life. 
because sometimes all you need to focus on is your health and your mental well-being because that is so important to be able to provide positive energy to other people. So don't be ashamed to put up boundaries and tell people, no, I can't go out tonight because I need me time. Like that, there's nothing wrong with that. Self-care is the most important part of your life and taking care of yourself. And if self-care can help alleviate your stress and in turns help you heal faster from your autoimmune disease, then that should be your number one priority. And if your friends truly love and care about you, they will completely agree and they will have no hate towards that and they will fully support you. Speaking of which, I actually have to head out to yoga class right now. Speaking of self-care, I actually have to head out to hot yoga right now and I'm so excited to go move and flow with my body. It's one of the best parts of my week. So I encourage you to do the same. I encourage you to take care of yourself, take time out of your day to take care of you because that is so important. Um, And if you're looking just for more motivation on dealing with life with celiac disease or any autoimmune disease, you can give me a follow at eat.glutenfreewithme on Instagram and at eatglutenfreewithme on TikTok. Be sure to leave a review on this podcast if you're enjoying it. I'd love to hear your thoughts. And if you have any podcast recommendation topics, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram at eat.glutenfreewithme. Love you guys. Talk to you soon. Bye.